Welcome to Rogues on the Road, discovered in 1812, naked and afraid under the deep and unforgiving canopy of Central Park. This indigenous duo sold their share of the Louisiana Purchase, swam to Port Chester, and set up shop with their co-host, the Standby Gypsy. From their humble beginnings, Rogues on the Road has quickly become the longest-running and most popular food and beverage podcast in recorded history. So, sit back, pour a cold pint, and tighten your spray skirt, you ninny-mugging. All right. Welcome to Rogues on the Road, take two, where we talk travel, food, beverage, everything in between. I'm Matt. I'm Ninny Muggin. You're Ninny Muggin? What's a Ninny Muggin? Oh, that is a classic movie. How do you not know that? How do you not know that? I don't know any movies. That's from your country, mate. You know that. Sort of. Ninny Muggin. A Ninny Muggin elf. Don't be a cotton piggin', piggin', piggin'. Don't be a Ninny Muggin. On that note, I'm Rich. We've got our boy Gypsy in the corner. What's going on, mate? Uh, the standby, the standby by Gypsy. Gypsy. You've, you've outdone yourself, Matt. That was good. That was great. Uh, that was for all of our British fans and our South Park fans. Or, sorry, our Little Britain fans. Little Britain. We'll and do Elf, South Park. And Elf fans. And Elf fans, yeah. absolutely. And we've got a good friend of mine, Asha LeRae, with here with us, all the way from Boston. And um, she's going to be talking about her exciting... Adventure with a food allergies unboxed. Yeah, and so welcome, welcome to the show. Yeah. Well, welcome. Thank you. I feel like we're going to learn a lot about what it's like to exist with food allergies and have semi a semi normal, if not a totally normal life, which yes. is pretty cool. So and Matt will fire the uh, the relevant questions at you, and Gypsy and I probably will not. <laughs> Yeah, I'd just say, uh, can you eat rice? Can you eat French fries? Right. Stuff like that. Notice there's no there's no beverage here. We we didn't we didn't want to bring a beverage. Uh, I see. We weren't we weren't sure. Normally we we have some kind of of adult beverage, um, but we 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 decided to 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 not do that today. Okay. So we can do that after. Sounds yeah, there good. You go. Sounds so pop down a corner. Right. Yeah. So we um did. We're redoing the whole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a redo. Got to kind of. Yeah. Okay. Got to let the people know what's up. So we had a f- we we've had a fun couple of weeks. So we got a chance to work with Food and Beverage Magazine. The three of us. The three of yeah. us. Yeah. And we were able to interview in probably twenty to like forty minute interviews with some amazing. Uh, distilleries, craft beverages, wines. Uh, we all know what RTDs are now. Yeah, ready to drink. Well, look at you. <laughs> I know. So, whoa. I, I, I learned something. Yeah, that's that's a term. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Just sit next to me, Rich, on right. the test. Right. I got gotcha. you. Send me a text. That's yeah. all. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice RTD. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a there's, thing. There's a cream for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep Three it clean. days. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, so we. Uh, Probably interviewed maybe 20, 20. Uh, different companies back to back. Yeah. And um, we will be airing them shortly. Yeah. So, we, uh, uh, it, it's, uh, we're going we're gonna to call it the beverage series or the lost tapes or the lost beverage tapes. Or, I like it. Or something. Something like that. But something we'll, like we'll, 
RTDs. But we'll be releasing those over the next few weeks on podcasts uh, on uh, food and beverage. So you have a list of a few of the companies that we. Uh, yeah, you want me just? Yeah, yeah. yeah you make uh, so Swish Swish Thirty. That's that was interesting. Yeah, she has a hangover cure. Yep. Um, Clada Irish whiskey, mm-hmm. uh, Brockman's gin, phenomenal. Super. Uh, Wolf Spirits, Blood Sweat and Tears, Tom of Finland. Um, oh, cool. Tom of Finland was a famous artist who's on the front from the. Um, uh, you know what, Freddie Mercury. Um, All right, his. Um, we'll do a. Post. I know the word. Yeah, yeah. That was that was really cool. That was cool. Uh, Gypsy vodka. Yep. Shout out to Michael. Uh, Car- Cardinal spirits and uh, Kayo whiskey, which was amazing. Oh, was, was he the fellow with the beers? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were great. They were awesome. They yeah, were great, awesome. great guys. They These guys. Yeah, they uh, they take single malt from Japan. Uh, put it. They barrel it over there, and they ship it to Scotland. They do the, the majority of the aging in Scotland, which is really cool. Um, Sagamore spirits. Jack shoot those sure. guys, buzz balls. Yep. Buzz balls. Those buzz are balls. R- RTDs developed by a teacher. <laughs> a teacher. <laughs> the irony. Sitting by the pool on her summer break, realizing she needed something that was not breakable by the pool, and so she I'm doing the, with the buzz balls. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Genius. Uh, Budvar House of Rose. Yep. yep. She was very cool. Yep. Yep. She French, was very French and uh, she was very educated and enthusiastic. Yeah. Yeah, and very uh, fragile. She she was very <laughs> like. Did she come in a box? She was like a. She was like. <laughs> she was like a fine rosé. Yeah. She was like a. She was like a porcelain doll. Yeah, she okay. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah, yeah. was perfect. She's yeah. Yeah. Um, Claire Distillery uh, from BC, British Columbia. Yep. Um, gosh, uh, Burke Distributing. Kashasa Dave told us how to do Kuiperinias. Very good. Uh, Phoenix. Uh, Kelly Rappa, mm-hmm. who is my friend, she also owns a Cachaca brand, and she, I think they want to have a duel. Oh, cool. Oh, we should definitely do On Caipirinhas. We'll judge that yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, the Peruvian government showed up with a bunch of Piscos, Piscos, sorry, and tan, Tandui rum, and of course, the end of this week, we're releasing... The big one. The big, big one. Fish. Dum, yeah. Dum, dum. yeah. So yeah, be yeah, on yeah. the lookout for that. We also uh, met with um, a guy who... Who um, gives a whole education about what they're doing for alcohol awareness in um, today's youth? And uh, he was brilliant. Just, yeah. Uh, su- supported of the uh, beverage industry. Yeah. But. Responsibly. Um, yeah. Totally, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, and it was a nice breath of fresh air in a big. Bre- breathalyzer fresh air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was very different. And yeah. what they're trying to do to promote responsible yeah. consumption yeah, yeah, across yeah. the you know across the board which Absolutely. was pretty cool yeah, so good stuff um, good. and then the three of us are heading up to New Hampshire yeah. in a couple of weeks um, to help host an event um, of at the uh, Portsmouth Music Hall yep we'll be up there it's a British uh, band revival event for a good cause called called Big Brothers Big Sisters of I want to say New England it might be smaller like New Hampshire or Maine but okay. I think it's Big Big Brothers Big Sisters New England they're almost sold out 
Um, it's a night of classic British band rock. And one of the Queen singers is actually kind of a big deal. We're actually going to be interviewing. Oh, awesome! The lead singer, oh, I who, can't wait for who's that. actually endorsed nice. by Queen. Oh, yeah, that's cool. The, wait, the, what's his name? Come on, Queen. Uh, no, not Freddie Mercury. I mean, <laughs> the guy we're interviewing. <laughs> we'll find that. Um, I, I will find. I will. Yeah, I don't mean yeah. to put you on the spot. Yeah, you don't have to go research that unless you want to. No, I'm just curious. I'm just curious to know who it is. He has so, a copyright on that information. Yeah, he gave us a whole bunch of information. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Okay. So and then the next day. Yeah. We, the three of us, and a camera crew, and mm. hopefully a drone, are going on a commercial fishing boat out of Portsmouth, and we are going out to fish. Are we? I heard we're going scallop fishing. I know. I heard that. Too. I don't know. I I know you've got your scallop. scallop I've done some. Reason. You've got your scallop pants on. I'm, I'm ready, man. I've learned about bivalves. I've learned their high <laughs> approach. What wine it goes yeah. with Saint Vion Blanc. Yeah. You know. You say that well. I've, I've learned about adductors, the meat you know, of it. Yep. Of, and how know. sustainable they are, and and the dredge equipment, dredging the equipment, dredging equipment, yeah. Yeah. scallop seeding. Scallop seeding, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that good stuff. And now it's all wasted. It's it's you, all it's all gone. It's a short season. You can be on Thank the table, you. man. Yeah, I'm just going to talk about. But it. But we're going to catch things like wolffish, maybe. I'm just we gonna could s- we could catch a North Atlantic halibut just what? for the halibut. Oh, we're, we're and, catching scallop. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And if you get if you get hurt out there, we can call sturgeon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you did. That I, I, did that I did that one. I did that one. I did that one. All right, I'll move on. I'm just cutting. Oh God. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, so that's gonna be that's in uh, three weeks. So we'll be doing Facebook Live. And if you're interested in coming up, yeah, let us know. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, yeah, so that's what we got going on. So, um, so Astra's up here, um, yeah. from down here from Boston, yeah. across here from Boston, uh, for the week in Hudson Valley. And um, right. what have you guys been doing? Well, we came down uh, a few days ago, and we're uh, doing some hiking and just exploring the area. I brought some friends that had never been here, and I wanted to show them the beauty of this area and uh, just go on some adventures. And we've been staring, staying in an Airbnb, so nice. it's really awesome. We and the weather's hiked. been perfect. Yeah, it's, it was perfect today. Yeah, we yeah. hiked Lake Minnewaska. Oh, so beautiful. A little gorgeous. windy, but beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> it was quite windy. Yeah. But Have you been up to, to that area before? A long time ago. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. I've been in Boston for about 11 years now, so I guess it was probably 15 years ago that I hiked yeah, right. it the first time. Right. Uh, so, yeah, a- it was and great. And Asher and I uh, used to work together at a special needs school, and um, Asher's an OT doing similar work now up in Boston. Yep. And um, I started a new company called Food Allergies Unboxed, and what's that about? Yeah, so my daughter, who's 10 now, um, was diagnosed with food allergies when she was born, basically. Well, three months, so pretty close to being uh, born. And she lives with life-threatening severe food allergies and is anaphylactic to milk, um, eggs, peanuts, tree nuts, pork, mango, uh, and sunflower. So it's a lot. And basically, um, I cook from scratch every day, every meal, and try to keep her as healthy as I can, despite all of her... uh, you know the allergies and the other medical stuff that she deals with. Um, does she deal with it well? She does. Yeah, she's acclimated, and basically we just uh, think of life as a picnic, and we just bring food everywhere we yeah, go. Sure. Um, so this this business has kind of been created out of 
showing other families what I do and how we can still live an awesome, like, adventurous life and go traveling and see new areas despite living with all these allergies. So, yeah. That's a workout. Yeah, it's and quite, you th- quite a bit. And do you think it's also because, uh, you know, if she experienced this from a very young age, it, has it become kind of like she knows the routine yes. at this point, what she can do, what she what she can't do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she is a great self-advocate at this point, and so when she goes anywhere, whether it's school or someplace with her friends, um, she tells everyone what they need to do to keep her safe and knows how to keep herself safe because even just contact with the allergens can wow. cause, can cause anaphylaxis. Yeah, wow. yeah, so we have to be super careful. She's had anaphylaxis quite a few times the last one was it within this last year um and so it, it's it's severe so we just always have to be so prepared anything we do even right. just a day trip or a, a trip to wherever yeah. um so a trip like this where it's a whole week is you know i packed everything in the kitchen sink basically right, right, right. <laughs> wow and it's gonna be easier now that she's how old is she 10 yeah she's 10 uh, so she can be her own advocate as yeah. opposed to when she was younger you were absolutely you're having to educate everyone wow is, is there yeah. enough education as far as recipes that there's enough uh, diverse food so she's not eating eating you know the same three things yes every there day. is now there is. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's actually what one thing that my company is doing or I'm doing for other families is creating like a um, a database or a weekly recipe subscription that uh, basically I'll send or I send the recipes every week. So like between, I don't know, seven and eight of them because I feel like that's enough of variety but not too overwhelming. Um, so people can try to do recipes that maybe they haven't seen before or, you know, if they need inspiration and we just we just posted on the link, oh, awesome. yeah, your your website. Great, and great, yeah, and so that's like a a weekly thing, and they just pay monthly and get new recipes every week, and try that's to cool. keep it new because that's the thing. What I've heard a lot of kids with food allergies, they get stuck in a rut, stuck right. in a food rut, and sure. it's really easy to get stuck in a food rut, especially try, like having to cook everything. So, right. uh, luckily, my daughter's not picky at all. The only thing she won't eat is cooked carrots which i think is so weird but whatever everyone's got everyone's got their cooked carrots she tries everything which is great um of what she can't eat so you know i've come up with a lot of recipes just cooking from scratch like oh, and is eating easy. out not an option uh it's very rare option sure. so we have like a list of yeah maybe two or three places that i feel totally comfortable we bringing her, we so it's tough we just had an incident um I'm not going to go into into the details of who, what, and where. Yeah. Um, but this incident, um, a person, um, parents went in with a child and um, severe uh, cashew nut allergy. They had gone a year before, and that's when they knew they had they were dealing with some kind of you know anaphyl- some kind of reaction, and they were very clear to the server and they were not aware and mm-hmm. it everything was was black and white laid out and they were totally confident that there would be no cross contamination meaning something yep. was right from another pot or from, from another, another pot another pan um, this is what my wife deals with cross contamination on a daily basis and it's it's very frustrating mm-hmm. and um, basically this child got served uh, cashew nut um, she was within a couple minutes from the hospital Thank God, uh, two EpiPens on board, mm. wow. and spent subsequently spent 24 hours in the hospital. And this was after, you know, it was 
basically, yeah, no, we're good. Yeah, we well we are yeah. we are nut free. You know, we know the chef is aware. You know, everyone's mm-hmm. aware. And they went back after and said, you know, hey, you know, is there an update? And they didn't want to. Right. Respond. Respond. They're yeah. not saying we're not angry, just for safety reasons. I think a lot of people yeah. take it lightly. Yeah, definitely. Oh, they're going to vomit. They're going to get a headache. But uh, Yeah, especially when I say milk allergy. People are like, oh, she's lactose intolerant. So I have to say no. Like, no. It's <laughs> going to cause anaphylaxis. Yeah. And we actually had a similar cross-contamination issue. Like That was the last anaphylaxis um, about uh, in the fall. It was a cross-contamination issue from a kitchen that or from a place we had eaten before, same thing. They knew the plan, we knew the plan, we did everything right, and still. And so Did they know where the contamination came from? It must have been the... The only thing we could think of was it was the person touched something and Jeez. then touched the food, or it touched the pan. Right. Um, and so, you know, I called, and they actually retrained the entire staff over the weekend. Oh, good. Wow. It happened on a Thursday. They retrained the staff Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and they called me Tuesday and said we were we're so sorry. We retrained the good. entire staff about good. cross contamination. That's we great. Very yeah. seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah good. So it was the best case scenario. Yeah, Even it's if it. You know, it happened and right and understanding from like, hey, we're going out. We're taking the chance to go mm-hmm. out, but there's always that chance. There's and to, and to be prepared for it. Yeah, uh, I used to I used to work for the airlines, and I remember I would have parents uh, come up to me when we were boarding the flight, asking to clean the plane. Yeah. Uh, for for you know peanuts because obviously they serve peanuts on airplanes. Mm-hmm. Do you travel using airlines at all? Uh, yes. Are there public transportation, and do you do you do do you do that? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We clean the seats uh, usually on the planes. And luckily, every time we've flown, we've been able to pre-board, which means right. we get on before the passengers, like what the people used to ask you. Mm-hmm. And um, as well as uh, the seats at movie theaters, we, yeah. we clean oh, those yeah. and cover them. So they have seat covers mm-hmm. um, we use sometimes, or I just have her you know, make sure she has long sleeves and long pants on. Right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And what <clears> – <throat> so if I, – again, I mentioned this earlier, but like there's – there's all these conspiracy theories, yeah. right? right. Um, I talked to a few people that have uh, – quite a few people that have had you know, severe allergies. My wife developed gluten, severe gluten allergies and dairy allergies at the age of 40. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, is it, is it companies like Monsanto and spraying and, you know, w- is it because our food is processed too much? Yeah. Is it big ag? Why aren't other countries – Having the same problems. Having the same yeah, problems. Yeah. Are they having the same problems and not reporting it? it right? Not acknowledging it. What are your? Hmm. And I mean, like you said, there are so many conspiracies. Yeah. The most interesting one I've heard was, "Oh, kids born between the months of September and March <laughs> in the Northeast of the country have the highest risk because there's the least amount of vitamin D because of the sun." And I was like, whoa, 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 okay, I don't know what I can buy into and what I can't. But I, I think from what I've seen and, you know, I've always been interested in the food in our country and, the, like, the, how it's been so industrialized. Right. I think a big part of it is how our food is made and how processed it is and yeah. how, like you were saying, the Monsanto and the, the spraying of all the crops and especially the wheat um, because – like wheat from other countries doesn't necessarily cause as much difficulty in people like 
the wheat that's grown here. So I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, there's something could, to be said about it all. It could know? be a whole host of exactly. variables. Of all of that. Yeah. Right. You know, people even say that the mass amount of antibiotics we give children mm-hmm. have wiped our guts clear of the the flora of bacteria, the good yeah. bacteria, and and that we need to help process these things. But mm-hmm. and allergies aren't usually um, genetic, right? Down. Well, the, they're also saying that, that that's one of the newer things that's saying that there is a genetic component. So it's, it's I think it's multifactorial. Right, right, you know, right. there could be a genetic right. component. There could be, right. you know, environmental, what people have been exposed to, whether it's through food or environment. Right. Um, and then, yeah, it's... Just, you just have reactions or allergic reactions to foods as opposed to seasonal allergies and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah, and uh, she... she I guess technically has some environmental allergies, mostly to pets. Um, Everyone does, don't they? <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people. <laughs> I just do. don't like cats. <laughs> no cats. I don't. Yeah. I, I'm very allergic to cats. I yeah. used to, I used to rub I used to rub my face in the cat before I went to school, and then by the time I got to school, my eyes were swollen shut, and they would send me home with pink eye. Oh, that's oh my crazy. Gosh. That's crazy. Was that intentional? Did you yes. mean to do that? Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Right before you, <laughs> I would do that so many times. Ferris Bueller over there. Um, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I want and his last name's Froman. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right, which is perfect. Yeah, yeah. King of sausages. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I want, I want to talk more about the, the food uh, uh, allergy unboxed. How, yes. how long does it, what's the process like? How do you figure out the recipes? How do you put a box together? How do people get it? Sure. So basically, um, so the recipe subscription, and it's kind of like, Blue Apron, but without the food. If you've heard of those like, yeah. meal uh, boxes uh, that you get sent yeah. with all the food in it, it's basically that without the food. So it's a big recipe card. Um, I have a database that I go through and make sure that the um, that I, I look for good recipes. I try them and I swap out any of the ingredients that need to be swapped out to make sure that it's top eight free. And what I do is upload it to a huh? What oh, sorry, top eight allergen free. So they top eight free means that it's free of. Um, the top eight allergens, okay. which are, dairy, oh gosh, yeah. let's see, wheat, dairy, fish, shellfish, uh, nuts, nuts, peanuts, and fish. She said that. Oh, she said, she said that. fish. Okay. Oh my gosh, Pork? I'm terrible. I should have written it down. It's That's okay. I, I got top top eight allergens. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The big the big eight. I say it so much. I Wait. One, I two, three, four, four, eight. You got to so think of like an which, anagram or something. Right. Whatever it's called. Which I missed. The big eight can. Uh, comprise milk, eggs, milk, eggs, fish, crustacean, shellfish, tree nuts, peanuts, wheat, soya. Soya. That's soya. what I forgot. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Soya is soy. So. Okay. It's, yeah. Um, and so just making sure all the recipes, including the oils and uh, the flours that are used, are all safe. That seems like a daunting task. Just uh, yeah. because it's so. Probably to start with, once you. It is. I mean, I think now dairy-free and nut-free and gluten-free diets or, you know, lifestyles are becoming more popular. Yep, correct. This stuff is so much more mainstream than when I I'm first sure. started cooking for my daughter because 10 years ago, there was barely anything. Right, right, right. And now it's, you know, we can go to any store and find something for her right. to eat where 10 years ago, I would literally, like, have to bring every single ingredient. And right. is that because more and more people are having these allergic reactions? Uh, yeah, as adults. That's and crazy. also, I, I believe the there's, like, an increase in how much 
how many kids have it. I think one in 13 kids yeah. right now in America have food allergies. So, so it's like two in every classroom. Right. So you, you've, con- yeah. you've created, you know, you know, our system has created a consumer base mm-hmm. for people with allergies. Mm-hmm. So if that new consumer base is created, it makes money. Damn, that's not going to spur my conspiracy theories at all. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> we'll ask. We'll ask Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely ask Frank. We already know his answer. Yeah. So, so, so finding the recipes, basically, I'm helping people save time, save their time, and be what? able to spend their time with their kids instead of searching online and going down the rabbit hole of finding good recipes, finding good tasting recipes, and figuring out how on earth to substitute, say, like eggs or milk or you know different ingredients like i've been doing it for so long it's wrote to me now um so i really want to help people who are just beginning or at the you know within the first few years that they're still looking for steadfast recipes that their kids like that's a huge that's a huge bonus for people um Mm -hmm. that because it's like now i've got to get the ingredients i got to make sure that the ingredients are truly allergen right. free. Yes. And it didn't used to be truly allergen free. It was like, well, you know, <laughs> okay, it doesn't have it in it, but it was made in a facility yeah. where there was lots of powdered milk flying around, right. you know? Right. That, that ain't going to work. Yeah, that, that's right. not going to work. But it, now it seems like it's gotten a little easier to do that, yeah. but it's still. And it, it seems to be so many different aspects, like when we go out with you and your wife. Like the, the amount of questions she has, she knows oh. she she knows her restrictions, but she might have something fried, where something that she's allergic to has just been fried in two minutes earlier. Right. It was you yeah. know it's it's the dedicated fryer. Fryer, yeah. <laughs> like who who would know what a dedicated? A dedi- like yeah. that's old school for me at this point. But yeah. it's those are the questions. Like yeah, no, it's gluten free. Yeah. It's but we fry but you fry the falafel. Yes, we fry it, but it's gluten free. But did you fry other things in the fryer? Yes, you know. So it's like those yeah, things right. are. F- That's tough. And there's there's an emotional toll. Yeah. As well, and frustration mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. families and loved ones, and and probably expenses. Right. It's so expensive. I'm sure. Yeah, there is a big emotional component. I mean, yeah. it's it's so hard. For my daughter, when she goes to say, say if we do go to a restaurant and I call ahead and I'm like, okay, great, they are, they sound like they know what they're doing, and we get there and they're like, yeah, we cannot do that. Yeah, and it's devastating to her because right. she just wants to be included, right. just like everyone else. Oh, a birthday and, party. Yeah, birthday parties are a nightmare. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Not lie. I'm sure. Like, when I hear like, Have a cupcake. oh, great, no. pizza and cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and it, and then you, you then you have the families or the people that make something, um, and they put all this love and effort into it, and then they like it, and they you know it you can't have it, can't have it, you yeah. can't have it for whatever, for whatever reason. Yeah, the, I basically have a rule like she can't take food from anyone at anything we go to unless it's like something you put together yeah like passed by me right. or i've directly talked to the pe- the people who are giving it to right. her just because of there's such a huge risk right and um they just want to love on her you know they yeah. just want to oh absolutely <laughs> yeah so now my thing is okay she loves this uh, she's obsessed with um sour patch kids uh-huh. and it's it's all sugar and all chemical but she can have it so that's what people give her that's so <laughs> and, interesting and like, that she can have something quote, i know unhealthy but yeah exactly we oh, go all God. natural or all chemical i know that's is there iron does that 
deep in the rabbit hole conspiracy. Oh, theory. absolutely. Yeah. I can't wait um, to hear um, about this conspiracy. Well, I, well the, <laughs> what I was saying is that I don't think there actually is, but Not. I'm just saying it's it's to uh, someone's bottom line benefit to They're have all these them. kids sick because now they yeah. can charge them for all these special recipes and all these special foods and high-end food because we all know it's more expensive to eat healthy. Yes. So let's make the community sick so they have to buy more expensive food. The man. The man. I, you know, if there is one. The man behind the curtain. I think the, the, uh, yeah, the, I saw a a statistic the other day that I think it was about, like, 99 cents for a box of gluten, of of regular standard pasta, and then it was, like, 5.99 for a box of gluten-free pasta, so it's. I, right. I think just we oh, pay we pay six ninety nine for a loaf of bread exactly yeah. that and people that are gluten free and eat gluten free bread and make it mm. why do you make it smaller than normal bread because right. it costs more to make bigger everything's smaller Everything is smaller so portions small. yep. Um, is that we, branding, marketing, or is it more expensive for them to make it the same? Is it because the regular bread and other products it's cheaper to make it so they can make it bigger? Because I've heard that like. A real chicken is smaller. Like a real, I mean, because of all the yeah. crap we like it'll get right. a chicken. Right, right. absolutely. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, that's, so. yeah. You know, I mean, it's, you can also, again, you were also creating a consumer base. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, and it, you know, I'm sure there are costs involved to, to assuring Mm-hmm. That right, that foods licensing. are not contaminated. What right. it's like to run a facility without getting those yeah. eight, those you know the top eight allergens mm-hmm. completely out of food processing facilities. It's it's difficult. It's like the dedicated fryer, but dedicated plant. Right. <laughs> Especially for gluten. Right. Um, yeah. So when you go to public places like an airplane or a movie theater, mm-hmm. do they have to make an announcement for like this is a nut-free um, flight? Yeah, so we've gone on two different airlines, and the first airline, it was, I'll just, can I say it? Or yeah. it? Okay, so we, we flew Southwest. I'm like, I don't know. Did, you, yeah, no, did, you, did you just say Southwest? Did you just <laughs> say Southwest? No. Southwest, Southwest, Southwest Airlines, Southwest. that's my favorite yeah. airline. <laughs> <laughs> we use them all the time. Yeah, I will say, like, I they were amazing the whole way. For Actually, real. Ju- like, just a little, like, shout ju- out to... Southwest. That's but awesome. Yeah. They let us pre-board. We cleaned the seats. They had all leather seats, which is so much That's easier. Oh, That's right. Um, and they made an announcement that they weren't going to be serving peanuts on the flight. Good. They can't assure that um, everyone is not going to eat yeah. anything right. they have in their bag, right. but it was at least not mass Right, you know, distributed. Yeah. So here's your cup of coffee in your bag, and that's, yeah, that's so. it's you know, but it's that's the other like people are aware now that allergies yeah. they're real. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You real. you may and people and you don't do- want that on your conscience either. Like right. I don't want to be on a plane eating yeah. bag of nuts, and I've, I've exactly. sent this poor kid to the hospital. Like, right, I don't, I don't need that in my right, life. right. It's you know, yeah. I um I'm back in the classroom for for a short stint, and I brought in brownies. Mm-hmm. Right, I was all. But I was all nervous. I'm sitting there going, yeah. okay. You know, like, I gave them to one specific kid because they, they won something, you know. But I had to make sure. I'm like, listen, don't pass this out to anybody with allergies. Mm, yeah. This is, I can't guarantee anything yeah. on this, you know. And I'm – you get nervous that something's going to be passed mm-hmm. on to a kid with, a you know, a severe allergy. Yeah. And I don't want that on my conscience. I don't want it to happen to – I don't care about my conscience, actually. I just – I care about the kid. I'm, the kid to be safe, yeah. That's an awful – Oh, Dan, did you just throw me under the bus? I for did. saying I care about – I don't want this on my conscience, that I don't care about the I kid? I do care. I know I do have a conscience, but I, I do – first off, I want to make sure the kid's okay. I think you out me. Fudge. <laughs> with no nuts? <laughs> 
Great oh, catch, hey. sir. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you you blew a completely clean, completely oh, oh. clean podcast. Oh, yeah. This was the only one that we didn't have to put an E on. I still think we can. We don't have to put an E on this one. Do whatever you want. Yeah, explicit. explicit. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. Oh, my gosh. Oh my god. So FAU has been going hello. Oh, yeah. Um, I started it over the summer last year, so oh, less so than a year, actually. Um, but it, it kind of came out of, like, everyone asks me three questions. How on earth do you even survive? <laughs> how do you, like, still go on, uh, you know, adventures? And, like, how do you cook that much? Because she's cute. And she's super active, so right. you'd never know she was sick right. or she had these chronic illnesses. Right. And um, so it kind of grew out of, you know, I guess I have something and I guess I can help people. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And so I started growing an Instagram account and okay. Facebook. So it's kind of been social media based. Right. I've got about 630 subscribers yeah that's nice. followers that's which great. is pretty cool i'm like oh my yeah. gosh every time i still yeah. it's still so new to me i'm like oh my gosh i got five more you know yeah. and it's like them? real people you know right. and yeah, i don't yeah. know them which right. is so cool rich um, don't, don't say that's nuts <laughs> sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone who <laughs> might get sick that's not top eight say, this say, is so, explicit and top eight yeah, yeah, are, yeah. Are, are there other companies <laughs> like yours uh, there are some. There's, you know what? In the in the allergy space, there's a whole bunch of bloggers. There's mm. a bunch of people who are all about food allergy awareness and advocacy. But in the, but there's I haven't found one that's doing a recipe subscription. Yeah, that's um, or I, oh. the course. Like so, right. I also created this course, but um, like just to help new families. And you might be onto something. There are there are trainings. There are things out there like what I'm doing, but it's hard to find and it's not in a format that anyone wants yep. to go through right now like uh, it's like all reading and i'm like oh my god nobody's reading it how anymore. do you absorb everybody's that? doing video how do you absorb that yeah yeah so the the course that i created the food allergy 101 course is basically a, a video series database oh, cool. that goes mm. through each aspect and like how to do it's, things the so. quick the quick look that I got it. It seems like it's very manageable. It's not daunting. If if somebody's new to food allergies, this is a great place to start. If they are new with kids, if they are adults with allergies, yeah. Um, yeah. it's a great Resource. starting right. spot, and to where you feel like you're all alone in this in this fight and, and extremely and affordable. Very affordable. Yeah. Your one on one course was just under a hundred dollars. Yeah, just under a hundred because I I really want to you know. I could have gone free, but it wouldn't have been as good because it's, it takes it took a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, if I'm going to invest my time, right. I want people to Absolutely. commit to going to actually going through it. And you know, when you have a, like a money exchange, there's like more commitment, right? It's like the gym. If you right. just had a free gym, you wouldn't be as excited to go. Yeah, it's like the treadmill in the basement right. idea. So if you pay for a gym, you go. If you pay for a course, you're going to take it more more likely right. than if you just got a whole bunch of free info. Um, and it's really streamlined. It's a, like it's a process. It's a framework. So I go through how to plan well, how to eat safely, and how to communicate clearly. Right. And it's you know from all the way from organizing things, how to travel with your epipens, how to carry food, and then how to make your kitchen safe. What do you have to actually throw out and replace because now it's already contaminated if you have been newly diagnosed? You know, like those hard right. to clean, wow. uh, you know, bakeware things yeah. and dishes. Yeah. Um, and then communicating. So, number, the course is is built for parents 
Um, but it could be taken by anyone, including adults who are just diagnosed. But the one, the first thing I talk about in the communicating clearly is how to talk to your kid about it, yeah. no matter how young they are. Yeah. Like I started talking to my daughter when she was really young about it and just giving her the language to prepare herself, yep. and it paid off huge That's awesome. That's because great. now. I don't even have to remind her. She tells it like it is, you're, which she is knows, great. She knows the, the yeah. consequences. It, right. it, it sounds like you're living a very, very normal life with your child. It mm-hmm. just it requires just some organization, organization, organization yeah. some planning, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and it's, it's manageable. How, yeah, and the other piece is the school piece. Because, I was going to ask you that, right? Yeah, like I, you know, I work in a school, so I work in a school all day, every day, and I know what's manageable for teachers. So, of course, I'm only going to recommend what I know could actually be followed by teachers. And so that's a unique perspective I have because a lot of parents that have kids with food allergies aren't teachers or aren't in schools. Right, they just don't know. So they are like, oh, you have to do 700 things. I'm like, no, no, no. It's like, it's real simple. keep it simple. (laughs) And that's the key. And that's what I've always lived by, and that's what's worked. So that's what I want to teach other people. That's awesome. That is great. Um... Yeah. Thank you so much for coming yeah, on, sharing. Great. I think this yeah. is a so this is, is a great. a great. It's been it's a nice change where normal yeah. topics. That's what we're all about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so. We've posted this. Um, if you have questions, you can just click on the link. Um, again, it's food allergy unboxed. Um, there's a course. Uh, there's all sorts of support. I'm sure. Um, yeah. There's recipe boxes and even tags. Um, and uh, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thanks, thank everyone, for listening. Blast. We, uh, You know what we have to do? We have to get a recipe box, try it out, and we'll report back to you. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. okay. That would yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Would can be I eat cod? You can, you can eat cod. Scallops, cod. All right. Just, check, just check in. Wicked good. All right. Wicked. All right, cheers. Thank all you right, all for listening you. in, and uh, we'll see you next week. All Take right. care. This is Rogues on the Road well, with Matt Froman and Rich Marshall, where we talk food, travel, craft beverages, and everything in between.